Welcome to today's podcast. So shut up and listen. R&B. Welcome to the Podcast, and we have a special guest in the building. How do you refer to your penis? Oh, well, they call me Brother D, so that's Other D. I didn't do this stuff. Girl, you in debt, and like you need to figure this shit out so that you can achieve some of these other goals that you want to achieve. Yeah, yo, I'm in here with the pod piper. My session. <laughs> <laughs> you eating canes every night, you gonna have canes smelling coochie. This is a sick Negro. Acting all the way back. A lot of people, if they don't like something about you, they're quick to just end it. And I'm like, who raised you? This is Jason Burke. When is the first time you got some that was like outside of your city of residence? Explosion. And this is the If I Let You Tell It podcast. Thanks for watching. Motherfucking explosions! For all the listeners out there in New York City, Alabama, Mississippi, Atlanta, Georgia, Detroit, Michigan, Argentina, wherever the hell you listen to this, you bitch, you, you cannot relate to this! If your parents didn't play this in the household, they're fucking losers. We got a very special episode today, man. A very unique one, man. I hope you guys enjoy it. Just like I enjoy you guys every goddamn week, man. Tap in. Hey, man. Shout out Watts. Watts up, hometown. Another motherfucking explosion. Okay, I just want to give you guys a little dose of that, man. I also want to say, man, uh, happy National Hispanic Heritage Month. Okay, let me go ahead and give a goddamn applause, huh? I believe it's September 15th to October 15th. That's what they said. September 15th. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, well, yeah. 16th, at midnight, they did like the in Mexico today, or I guess, yeah, technically today. El Grito, which is like they go out there and like, oh, like we got Mexico and like they celebrate. Mm-hmm. So I missed it last night, but it looked really fun. Oh, explosion. There you go. Oh my God. We got a lot to fucking get into. First of all, man, I do also want to say that it is International Equal Pay Day as well. So September 18th, uh, it says International Pay Day occurs on September 18th every year. That's the day this episode is going to drop. The Equal Pay International Coalition began this holiday in 2019 to raise awareness about this persistent issue. Their goal is to end pay gap discrimination. This day sheds light on how the pay gap impacts women of color and other minorities. While many organizations are working hard to close the gender pay gap, there are still many Americans who deny its existence. For that reason, people must educate themselves and those around them. If many people don't see an issue, fixing it will be more difficult. Perfect. 
What's up, man? What's up, Osiris, dog? Oh, what's up with you? I don't know. You <laughs> said, yo, what's up with you? Hey, nobody ever said that to me. I was like, what's up? No, what's up with you? That's <laughs> a real question. Right, 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 right. Hey, man, we're going to get into this next shit before we get into the rest of the pod. You ain't never seen one of your family members riding a lowrider. You are also a loser. Yeah, well, There's <laughs> a lot of losers out there. Episode 123, you bitch you. Make sure you tap into the Patreon for the video version of this episode, man. Let's get into it. A lot of dirty ass kids running around. Y'all better make sure y'all washing your kids' asses. Do you wash yours? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, what the hell? <laughs> oh my god, man. You, 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 you. Also want to say, it's also another day <laughs> today. It's a lot of days. It's a lot of goddamn days today. I don't know what's, what's so what's so crazy about today, but today is actually uh, National First Love Day. Osiris, do you remember your first, your the first time you ever felt like you was in love? I think so. You think so? Like the first time, yeah. You want to bring him just a little closer? There you go. Oh, you just you gonna keep it at that? Yeah, I think I remember. Yeah, 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 cool. I mean, I think so. I mean, I was young, so I right. don't know. if like, well, how do you know it's love? You know, so it's mm-hmm. it was kind of the first thing, and like, mm-hmm. I think it was. I consider it, but now like growing up and like actually experiencing love, is it like mm-hmm. was it really my first love or was it, like my really big crush? Right. You know, so it's mm-hmm. like I don't know where that like mm-hmm. line is at. But I, I, I don't know. That's actually very fucking funny because I, I, I had that conversation a few years ago. Um, I'm 33 now. You know what I mean? And like, I look at like me being in love at like 16. I'll be like, nah. Yeah, okay, that, that's where <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, like nah. I'm like, you know what I mean? Because you, when you actually experience life outside of like school, mm-hmm. and yeah. you know what I mean? Like you go on places together. You guys are. I don't know, dealing with real life hardships together and stuff like that. I think it's a little different. Yeah, <laughs> like, I think so. Like, I yeah. feel like then it was like a high school thing. It was yeah. more of like, it was a high school thing. I don't know if it's considered love or is it just that you've never experienced it. So you consider it love. Yeah. Um, Or if it's like very one-sided and you're like, I was the one that gave more love and you were kind of just there. Mm-hmm. So I feel like 
I don't know if that's considered the first time or with my current partner, like, I feel like that's love. Like, mm. I, I, I know what love is like now, you yeah. know? But it's a tricky question. Aw, let's give some motherfucking applause for our sires real quick, man. <laughs> he said, I know what real love is like now, <laughs> motherfucker. On September 18th, we celebrate National First Love Day. This day specifically reflects the first butterflies in the stomach feeling, the first date, and that first spark with a romantic partner. We all encounter love with someone we admire, and this is the day to look back on the first time we ever ever did. It's a bittersweet day that can be celebrated in multiple ways. Do you remember who your first love was? That's what they asked. I don't know why they did that. (laughs) Me and you. So... Like I said, guys, we have a very, 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 very special guest today. You know what I mean? So don't worry about it. We're going we're gonna to ease it in real quick, okay? We're going to play the little orchestra version real quick first, okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all just sit tight, okay? Now, guys, y'all already know. Y'all know what type of dude I am on this podcast. Y'all know what I be on, okay? We're going to switch this shit up. Because like I said... We do have a special guest in the building. Explosions! <laughs> so let me go ahead and, uh, did you want to say anything to the people over these lush keys? Oh, I get, I get camera shy. Um, <laughs> camera I, shy. I, I, didn't, I didn't have time to repair for this. Oh, um, that's fine. Uh, hey, guys. Hey, <laughs> it's fine. Hey, it's hey, fine. thank you for listening. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. I got it. So... There's a song that exists that apparently I'm the only person in the goddamn universe that has never heard this song. Do I know it? Yes. You don't know the song? <laughs> we were good. Really? We were yeah, that whole, get the horse again. Oh, another one. <laughs> Ah, don't Till worry about it, man. Build a home and watch it burn. Mm, I didn't want to leave. I didn't want to lie. Started to cry, but then remembered I. Oh, now she's singing her sailor. I can buy myself flowers. Oh, shit. <laughs> the last time I saw Miley Cyrus, dog. She was twerking on Juicy J. Oh my god. Okay. That was that was the old her. So oh, that was old her, huh? her now. Oh, okay, yeah, growth. So, okay, yeah. yeah. Of course I know who Miley Cyrus is. I, like, I saw, well, actually, when Hannah Montana came on, like, that was, like, right after I stopped watching, like, well, that shit was, what, Disney or Nickelodeon? Disney. Disney? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I stopped watching Disney at that point. I think the you last show I was, like, watching was, like, That's a Raven and, like, oh, Lizzie Raven. McGuire. Like, that was, like, Those the some last. some good shows, too, though. Yeah, but that was, like, after, like, that, like, Hannah Montana was, like, I was already in high school. There's no, there's no time to like stop. You, oh, it's you, you absolutely good time. If you really want to, you can really start right now. Nah, nah, nah. It's do. like, I'm okay. 
Like, my son be putting on shit right now. I'll be like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> like, this you, Honestly, now I'm like, this is mean? not the Disney I used to watch. Oh, my God. Yo, 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 yo. Check, 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 check. Let's go ahead and get into it, man. Welcome to the If I Let You Tell the Podcast. It's your boy, Mike Sash, Mike Fresh. And we have a special guest in the motherfucking building, you bitch. <laughs> Osiris Valle. Sir. Did I say it correctly? Yes, you did. Oh, man. Let's go. Okay. Another explosion. <laughs> Once again, man, thank you for coming on the show, man. You know what I mean? You definitely didn't have to. And here you are sitting here looking at me. Well, thank you. Thank <laughs> you for inviting me on. I didn't feel like I didn't have a choice, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, I wanted to come on here when you guys texted me. I was like, yeah. that is amazing. Like, I've never been invited to a podcast. Right. I always wanted to start a YouTube channel, but it's like, I've never like done anything like that so oh, it's like let me put that on the docket right there you want to start a youtube <laughs> channel huh? hmm well like i said thank you for coming and um also i want to tell everybody patreon 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 that's patreon.com slash if i let you tell it for additional content that includes the bonus episodes two bonus episodes per month depending on what tier you in. If you're on a $5 tier, then it's two bonus episodes. You're on a $3 tier, it's one bonus episode. You're on a $1 tier, you just uh, you just sit right there, <laughs> you bitch. Just stay in <laughs> you just sit tight. <laughs> uh, and um, also, thank you to every single person that listens to this podcast every single week, man. I'm happy to be back for season seven. You guys are awesome, and I hope you guys enjoyed last week. Me and Robert got drunk as fuck on the episode. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. That was a good episode, I bet. Yeah, we we were we were like super <laughs> Jesus Christ. Whatever, man. But yeah, um, let's get into the show. So the way I normally uh start the show off in terms of questions is I ask a person who they are. So that what I'm gonna ask is who is Osiris? Do you want like a detailed version or you just want like a fast version? You can go detail if you want. Well, my name's Osiris. Mm-hmm. I am twenty three years old. Um I am from Tijuana, Mexico. Um, how much more do you want? <laughs> I asked for the goddamn detail version. She said, yeah, my name is Osiris. I'm from Tijuana. What else do you want to know? <laughs> That's pretty much, you know, what you really need. Um, like, what, what do people say? Like, uh, Well, people would normally say they, they, they'll get into, like, I'm very complex. Um, you know, I'm un- misunderstood. I'm a family person. Um, I love trees and dogs. Like, what are your, what are your, like, what are your interests? Um, well, I love dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, I love watching movies. Mm-hmm. What type I love of movies? My family. Like, you, um, I love rom coms. I love rom coms. I love true crime. Anything with like crime. I fuck with I true crime. I love yes. crime. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love crime. It's crazy. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what else? I love it so much. <laughs> Keep doing crime, guys. Come on. Because of you, I'm yeah. here. Yeah, you know. What um, I mean? let's see. Uh, I love dogs. I love my Labrador, um, Luna. Mm-hmm. Super sweet. Super the best girl ever. Mm-hmm. Um, family oriented. I love my family. Yeah. Um. I love to eat. I love to eat. Mm-hmm. I love food. Like all you different, always, you all always different catch types. me. Yeah, you always catch me eating like something. Mm-hmm. Um, That's good. What else? I don't know. I feel like I feel like this. I feel like I'm getting like really warmed up. So it's I don't know how much to say or what to say. Well, let me help you out with that. So this right here 
It's called The Purple Book. And I bring this purple okay. book out on the podcast sometimes. And this is the astrology birthday book, A Guide to Your Personality and Destiny. Beautiful. Okay. I love that. Astrology. What, what is your birthday? March 16th. Three, one, six, huh? Pisces. Pisces. Um, okay, I see you okay. studying. Dating fucking Camille. <laughs> <No> <laughs> I feel like shit. it was Camille. <laughs> um, let me see. All right, here we are. Let's see. So this book is not to be taken literally, obviously. Some motherfucker. Something's going to be wrong. I'm a very wrong, literal but. person, so whatever it says, I'm like, that's going to happen, that is me. So let's see. Let's see if I relate. So it says color blue. Yep. Is that true? True. Explosion. Number seven thirty four seventy. I always say write those numbers down because they might get you the lottery. Okay. Seven thirty four seventy. For later. Uh, stone is an aquamarine, which allows you to speak your inner truth. Plant is a lavender. Animal is a piranha. Yeah. <laughs> Occupation is a diver, pianist, uh, a bomb disposal expert. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like that. I feel like I could. Key features. Fearless, foolish, dreamy. Naturally good at tackling danger. Oh, uh, what? Tackling <laughs> danger? Unawares? A nap? What? Why I can't read? What the fuck word is that? The top. What the hell is that? Tackling dangers. Unawares? I have no idea what that means either. Yeah, all right. Well, whatever. Underwears. Let's talk about your character. Let's do it. All right. So you can be very subjective. And as you are so in tune with other people's emotions and thoughts, you must avoid jumping to conclusions. We all think random and fleeting thoughts that change. And to latch on to some unsuspecting person's momentary lapse will leave you with a distorted perception of the truth. Let's talk about your life path. Okay. Yours is likely to be a productive but painful existence. Damn. Wow. (laughs) If you could learn not to take life so personally, it would be an easier ride. You have an incredible imagination and a good way of interacting with others as long as you don't get caught up in a sea of feelings. You can leap into the future, dazzling others with your ideas if you let go of the past. That's pretty. That's pretty good. (laughs) I love that. Um, Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it was a good spot on. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about love. Let's see. Oh, let's do it again. Oh, come on, rom-com person. Yeah, honestly. All right. I'm very dreamy. <clears throat> yeah. You are rather extreme in love and can be consumed by it to the detriment of everything else. You have felt devastated when things don't work out, but you need to see the bigger picture. The next love could be fuller, so celebrate and trust. Try another Pisces, as no. both your ruling planet and birthday ruler are Neptune. I don't know if that would work. Oh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> okay. Best present. A parachute jump or a fish tank with exotic fish. <laughs> <laughs> birthday share. 1926, Jerry Lewis, who was a comedian actor. 1932, R. Walter Cunningham, who was an astronaut. 1940, Bernardo uh, Bertolucci who was a director, and 1949, Eric Estrada, who was an actor. And on his day in 1802, the U.S. Military Academy was founded at West Point, New York. Wow. Nerds. And that (laughs) was the goddamn Purple Book. (laughs) (laughs) I like that book. I'm going to get that book. I got this for Camille. Damn, what was it? Was it her birthday? I don't know. 
It was years ago. I think it was like 2021 or some shit. It comes in handy. It was like probably Valentine's Day, actually. I don't know. She'll tell you. <laughs> I'll, talk, I'll, I'll talk to her. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, but other than that, <clears throat> let's get into the origin story. So we, you, you said who you were, um, but where does it all start? You said you was, you was born in Tijuana, right? Yes, I was born in Tijuana back in March 16, 2000. Um, I grew up there until I was six. We have a house over there um, where we pretty much, so where we live, it's the street where it's my uncle's house, my grandpa's house, and then our house. So we all live on the same street. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up there for, well, my, pretty much six years. And then we moved here mm-hmm. when I was six. And then um, we lived in the area in Rancho Bernardo. Then we moved to Escondido for a good two years. Mm-hmm. And then at that time, I feel like life was getting a little rough. So then we ended up moving back to TJ mm-hmm. when I was, I want to say like eight, mm-hmm. eight, nine. That was around the time I graduated high school. Really? Yeah. I was in like fourth grade. <laughs> I know Damn. that's, that's why I'm listening to shit. Once you said you was born in 2000, 2000. and now I'm like, all right, you were eight years old in 2008. I was class in 2000. So you're 20, you're 33. I'm, 33. I'm 23. Yeah, we're 10 years apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when Lean with It, Rock with It came out, you know what Lean with It, Rock Lean, with It. Yeah. yeah. So you were <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> you you were literally like in elementary school. Yeah. That's wild. But all right, that's cool though. But at least I know it. So. Hey man, fucking kudos. Yeah. So keep going. On. Um, then in like 2011, we ended up moving back. Um, we lived across the street here mm-hmm. and we we're only back because my mom's, um, residency was car was going to expire. So we needed to have an address here. So we ended up moving. Oh, during that time, that year that we were in TJ, we were crossing every day, the mm-hmm. border at 2 a.m. to come to school here. Mm-hmm. So, um, we crossed for a full year, um, and it was really rough because we had to wake up at two in the morning and then drive, make do like a three hour line to cross the border and then Jesus. we'd come here and we some it was when 2011 the property opened here uh-huh. and my mom like worked here so we would like park in the parking lot here um, and we would take like a three minute nap and then get ready and then my mom would drop us up drop us off at school so like during that time it was like really rough and then we ended up moving here 2011 um, just for a few months for my mom's residency to get um, renewed. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys were like living in TJ. Yeah, yeah. So so you wasn't citizens of the United States. We were citizens. Oh, so me, citizens. my brother, and my dad are citizens. My okay. mom has a green card. Got it. Um, just because when they got married, like it's not you have to like do your own mm-hmm. citizenship. So she was studying for it. Um, so she was a resident. So she had the green card. She had a um, she had to renew it, and then so we just moved here for a few months. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when we moved here. We were like super excited because we didn't have to like cross every morning and like wake up because it was rough. Like we wake up at two in the morning. Like you're barely awake, Fuck you know. That. So like my backpack yeah. would coincidentally be left at the house, so I couldn't go to school. Especially or, if you're like, like fucking yeah. like, seven, eight years old. No, yeah, I was like yeah. like nine, nine, like around nine years old, nine, ten. Yeah. Um, Nine ten, yeah. So that's when we're crossing. They get mad us waking them up at seven thirty. Yeah, mad at two a.m. I mean, we would just wake up and then jump into the car. Yeah, yeah. But my mom was the one that had it really rough. Um, so props to her. She did so much for us. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah. So then we moved here for a few months, and then during that time period, I actually ended up getting diagnosed with diabetes. Mm -hmm. So I was eleven when I was diagnosed. So then, um, we ended up having to stay here because my doctor. 
was like, well, you go to school here. You're going to need somewhere to have all your medication. Like, where are you going to get all your insulin? So we end up staying a little longer um, here in the U.S. Because we're like, well, we I kind of have to stay. So at that time, like, my parents were going to a rough patch. So then they ended up, like, splitting. And we lived here, me, my brother, and my mom. Um, And my dad was, like, living in TJ. And then... um, we didn't talk for like a good year because it was just kind of like an awkward. Like you and like, your dad. Yeah, me and my dad. Like my brother and I didn't really talk to him um, for a while, and then they ended up getting back together after like a year, and then we lived here in this area. And then we moved over to the villas um, mm-hmm. for a few years as well. Then my brother good ended up villas. leaving the villas. We love. Yeah. I love the villas. Like yeah. I wish I could have stayed there um i love it here too yeah but i feel like there is like a lot of memories are made there love it here more <laughs> yeah me too more space the garage is real nice yeah. um but i don't know it's like i liked it there was like small it was convenient mm-hmm. like it was kind of like you had it all like you yeah. know um but i love it here yeah. i can't I, I love both yeah sister properties but um <laughs> but yeah and then like then ended up moving to the villas and i feel like that's when i became like my own person like my parents were constantly gone um they'd go to tj friday saturday sunday and like i had school and i had like other my at that time i was like going out with my friends so mm-hmm. i ended up like i would stay here pretty much like three days by myself and i kind of like got to like know myself more and i spent my own like time by myself Cause my brother at that point he was in the navy mm. so it was just really me at the house um so i feel like i got to like see what i wanted and like um i got to know like you know, what hobbies I like. So I feel like I had my own time. Because with my parents, it was like, it's always cleaning. I mean, we're yeah. Hispanic. It's always cleaning. Like, <laughs> wake up, you clean. Like, what else are you going to do, you know? <laughs> and if you have nothing else, you better start washing those baseboards or something, you know? Like, my mom is very like that. And she's, um, she's funny. Um, so Happy we national, can, yeah. Happy national Hispanic heritage. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Explosions! <laughs> uh, she's funny. <laughs> but, yeah, a lot of cleaning. Um, yeah. But obviously, when she leaves, she's like, "You have to do this, this, and that." Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I feel like that's like my life up until like 2017. Mm-hmm. Um. And then I graduated to... high school in 2018. Mm-hmm. Then I went to Palomar for two years to do like my general. And mm-hmm. I feel like because I just graduated. But it's really rough because... First of all, yeah. congratulations you. to you, man. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. We ain't going to just breeze over that, man. Yeah. You know, congratulations. Thank you. I know. I feel like it's really rough because, like, I graduated, and but I'm not working my degree, you know? It's like... I feel like what did you go to school for? Um, communication disorders, but that's I want to be a speech pathologist. Mm. Or I don't know if I still want to. I'm not sure, mm-hmm. but... It's a lot harder than I thought it would be. Um, Mm -hmm. It's very expensive, first of all, to the master's program. You can't really do anything without the master's. So it's kind of like, okay, I got the bachelor's out of the way, Mm -hmm. but now I have to save up for the master's because I don't want to be in debt for my whole life. What made you get into that program? Um, Actually, a resident here, I used to babysit her kids, and she was a speech pathologist. Mm -hmm. And I was like 16 at the time, um, like 15, 16. She was like, oh my God, you should do this job. And for me, it's like in my household, like, um school wasn't like a big thing like my parent my mom like didn't grad she never graduated from middle school my mm-hmm. dad graduated high school when he was i think he was like his 30s mm, got his GED. so um no just high school like oh degree diploma oh yeah i heard, I heard, I heard, I heard <laughs> like, gd wait, like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> they let him back on campus 
<laughs> a thirty-year-old with all the, the seventeen-year-olds. Yeah. What, what? What? in the Mac and Devin go to high school? <laughs> no, he finished it online. Uh, he did like an online program, uh, which I thought was I mean, that would be funny. He was yeah. like, "What's oh, little backpack?" Right. Um, no, he finished it online, mm-hmm. and um, when yeah, when he was like in his thirties. So like, my dad finished high school, my mom finished middle school. So for me, when I was in eighth grade, I joined like um, an avid class. Mm, and they were, avid. Did you did you do avid? Did yep, you do it? I oh, sure did. It was rough, yep. um, but I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they talk about like college and university and like your pathway and like mm-hmm. I joined eighth grade, but like I had no idea what they were talking about. Exactly. Because like, they were like, "Oh, like what school are you gonna go to?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" Like, isn't that like such a unique experience yeah. when you don't like literally nobody from your like yeah. your family like goes to school goes to school and like. You were the first person where, like, those questions are being presented mm-hmm. to you. Like, what the fuck are y'all even talking yeah, about? Yeah, I was like, because we do this, like, everything <laughs> yeah. was about college. And then everybody right. was like, oh, my God, what school are you going to? And I was like, oh, like, Mount Carmel. Like, yeah. I thought it was just high school and that was it. <laughs> yeah. You know? And then, like, they looked at me that was stupid. And I was like, well, it kind of sounded like, now that I know, it's like, I did right. look kind of stupid. Um, but I didn't know what it was. And I didn't mm. want to look even more dumb, like, asking, what's college, you know? and like Because it was like college... Like, motherfuckers heard of college before, yeah. but it was like, it didn't really seem like, it wasn't, like, for me, it wasn't really on the forefront of my brain. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm about to go to college. Like, yeah. it was like, motherfuckers would say, you should go to college, but I was like, okay. none of y'all go yeah. to college, what the fuck, I gotta go to college. Yeah, you know exactly, I mean? you know, so, yeah. exactly. So, for me, it was like, okay, like, great, but I just didn't know, like, what it was, so, right. like, and I feel like a lot of, like, the kids, like, in my school, well, it was, like, a middle, middle class school, mm-hmm. um, but there are a few upper class people there yeah. so if like they had like the parents their alumni and you know they had to go to this school because their parents went to that school and it mm-hmm. was like for me it was like oh i don't know what that is mm-hmm. um so so then um i got to like high school and i still didn't know what it was i was kind of like it was mm-hmm. all over the walls and like the little like banners and you know what they have for schools and i was like right. oh it's beautiful like and that's how i get an idea of what it was until mm-hmm. like freshman year like uh, my teacher explained it more. And I was like, oh, now I know it's a school. I know, yeah. like, you have to go to somewhere else to get more education, you know, because it was never mm-hmm. talked about in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, so then um, I ended up going to community because I just felt like I wasn't, like, smart enough to go to, like, a UC a or a four-year, you mm-hmm. know. So I was kind of like, okay, I'm going to go to Palomar because I know that's easier. It's actually, the route that you went is the route I wish I kind of went. It's actually the smarter way to go. <laughs> like in that? terms of just like, um, for one, pricing. Um, you get your your generals done. Yeah. Get your generals done and literally finish out your your core and everything, uh, and your concentrations and the rest of your major. Like, at a four year, mm-hmm. and you just transfer. And my sister did the same pathway. Like she went to community college first, and, and then, then she ended up going to Cal State Northridge. Oh, no, I'm sorry, not Northridge, Fullerton. She went to Cal State Fullerton and finished out the rest of her program. Like, but I mean, unless you yeah. want like the four year college experience, sure. But, but at the end of the day, it's like the same diploma. Like it's, it's gonna be. Exactly. Like, I say you went here for two years. Here's your diploma for two years. Right, 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 right. Like, yeah, like so, motherfuckers being in debt like really yeah, bad over. I, yeah. That's what I'm saying. A so. lot of people I went to school with, I graduated um, San Marco with, like they're in debt. Yeah, and I'm like. <laughs> not, not me. I was like, good luck with that. Um, hey, good yeah. luck with that. It's crazy. Explosion. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Yeah. But, yeah. So, I mean, you said you did uh, communication disorders. Disorders. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it was by way of someone that you used to babysit for. Yes, the that. mom. She was um, She was like, oh, you should do it. And, like, I feel like, again, I didn't have any, like, prior, like, knowledge of school or anything or, like, jobs. So, it was like... Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of job stuck with me and I feel like mm-hmm. I just stayed with that job because it was the only job someone like told me to do mm-hmm. and 
I kind of was just like, oh, I want to be a speech pathologist. And that, that was it. Mm-hmm. So then all through high school, that anyone would ask me, like, oh, speech pathologist. And I really didn't even know what it was. I, like, right. I knew what it was, but, like, I didn't, like, put so much, like, attention to it. Because it yeah. wasn't, like, the first thing that I was, like, thinking about all the time. You know, like, what school am I going to go to? You know, so it was, like... Um, I kind of just picked it to pick it, I yeah, feel like. Because and I, you and needed something. I needed something because yeah. we had to write papers and this and that for Avid. And I kind of mm-hmm. just like picked this job. And right now I'm like, is this the job I wanted to do or is it mm-hmm. the only job that I knew to do? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like I always like, I always loved helping people. I always wanted to do work with like special needs. And yeah. that's kind of like the base of it. I mean, you, oh, well, it's not special needs, but you, you know, you help people who have like, um, different like, like speech you know, impediments, speech, speech impediments like yeah. or um that you help them with so many different things not just mm-hmm. special needs but i like for the longest time i thought that's what it was and then i did my research and i found out um way more like it's not like anything just with special needs like anyone mm-hmm. can literally get a speech pathologist if they can't like for me like i would need one to speak slower um but i feel like i just stuck with that job and now i graduated and, and i worked in the field for a bit as mm-hmm. um um early intervention specialist mm-hmm. and it wasn't what i thought it would be yeah and it was just rough or maybe it was like the, the company was just like not what i thought it would be um so now i end up going back to my old job which is a leasing consultant mm-hmm. and i love it here and like i feel like i know what i'm doing and i know i'm good at what they what i do here but i've been here for six years mm-hmm. so i don't know if like now i'm just going back because i'm comfortable yeah or if Maybe this is something that I'm good at. So I'm kind of like in the middle right now. Yeah, you're in so. that, that gray area part where you're... It's For one, I want to say um, it is very common to be in this space. Yeah, okay? So. It is because um, there's a lot of people I know that went to college and um, they graduated and then like right after, like they was like right back in the warehouse. And yeah. shit, I was one of those people, you know, where I graduated in communications, like uh, in mass communications. Oh. So that was my degree. And... Right after, I was like, I don't know if I really want to do this shit. You know what I mean? And, like, I found myself, like, just kind of bouncing around different places and trying to figure it out. And, you know, didn't realize, like you said, like, when you're trying to seek a degree and you don't really know if that's kind of what you want to do. So you're not really looking at the job markets out there, like, what they're going to require. You're going to have to have your master's at some point. You're going to have to look into this. Um, internships. I didn't do any internships when I was in school. So it was just, like, a waste of almost, like, you know? So it was, like, yeah. experience and stuff I didn't get. But um, you, you'll end up circling back in a weird way. You'll end up realizing that you actually needed that in, to some capacity, like, in a, a future career, whether it's actually working directly with, you know, people who need, like, uh, specialized attention um towards your speech is, um it's gonna come in handy at some point and then you'll be like ah i see why but all i gotta say is just play it cool man just like take it day by day Thank you. just literally like you know in your job that you work now like you know use it to the best of your ability like and like i always say use the jobs the way they use us mm-hmm. yeah. you know <laughs> make the most of your resources and literally like take it to the next step don't overthink it um you don't necessarily have to have this grand plan right now um literally just just kind of it will come to you like naturally if you just continue to do everything with intention with good intentions yeah and i feel like that's what like my problem is i feel like i thought in the movies you like graduate and it gets like big job just because you have a degree and that's like like how do they do it you know it's like now i'm like 
It was somebody like, that wrote so that. Harder. Somebody that wrote that script didn't graduate yeah, college. Yeah, honestly, that's what I feel like. I was like, oh, you need a real experience like, for yeah, that. You know I mean? Like, it's, yeah, it's, no, no, because no. it, it just like I feel like I had that image in my head. Like, I graduate mm-hmm. and I'm gonna have a good job. Mm-hmm. And now it's like I graduated, but where's the job? You know. So mm-hmm. it's just like I'm in that age, and I always tell myself like I'm young, I can like figure it out. Like I don't have to have it figured out right now. Right. But I feel like. I need to to like make my parents proud. I feel like I like have to have a good job and I have to like be successful because I want to make them proud. So that's that's like your main focus is to make your parents proud. I think that's it. Like I feel like that's constantly in my head. I'm like I'm always trying to convince them like oh I'm doing this and I'm doing that. I'm like because they like they did so much for me. You know Mm -hmm. they always gave me everything like everything I needed. I never you know thankfully I always had a roof over my head. I always had food. You know like anything I needed they were there for me. they gave me opportunity to be here, so I feel like I owe it to them to like be successful, do something with my life, you know. And that's actually know funny that, that you said that because this is kind of a great segue. <laughs> I was having a conversation with a coworker about this very same thing, because um, she's uh she just gave birth to a, I think she has a one year old now, but she's pregnant again, and so she's just like kind of going through the motions, you know. Yeah, that's and she's just like. Oh, I really, you know, she's like sacrificing a lot, but she's like, I just really hope they turn out good, <laughs> right? That's the main goal. And so I was like laughing because I was like, you gotta think about like how many parents actually think that like I'd have done all of this shit for you and you turned out to not be shit. <laughs> yeah, honestly, God I was like, damn. where's the thing? Wait, where, where? God, tuck this motherfucker away. <laughs> Send them back to wherever fucking little thing <laughs> where they came, came from. from. You know what I mean? Like, I done did all of this, and then you just decide not to do anything with your life. Like, nothing. Yeah. And know? that's, that's when, you know, yeah. I don't want to be like that, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe some kids want to, but, like, for me, it's, like, I feel like for me, I, it was more, like, not rough. I wouldn't say, like, I had it, like, super rough. Um, but there was some things that happened in life, and I'm, like, I need to do this for them. You mm-hmm. know, like, I want to be able to, like, take care of them when they're older, you know? And mm-hmm. I feel like that's what, like, my goal is, like, make sure my parents are okay and make sure that they know that they raised, like, a good child, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and also because your experience is not necessarily normal. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it it might be, like, common in certain households that kind of experience the same thing, but it's not normal. Yeah. You know, and I tell people that all the time, whereas, like, my PTSD growing up in, like, Watson in, in L.A. period, yeah, like... I walk around like with like this paranoia and I once I like come to some place like you know Rancho Penasquitos I already say this goddamn place um when you hear and then you realize people would just be like la da 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 it's yeah like and like, you'd oh. be like oh wait I'm the I'm the fucked up one <laughs> yeah not you me. <laughs> yeah, it's not you guys yeah. I'm being weird it's me you know um yeah but just like realize like you didn't come up up under normal circumstances and obviously normal is kind of subjective a little bit because everybody kind of grows up in different, different types things, of yeah. stuff but in terms of how everybody strives to raise their kids everybody kind of wants to give their kids the best yes. and to put them in safe environments and things like that i think everybody kind of has that in common um but the fact that they did so much for you you know and the fact that you do want to um, yeah. do so much for them like but as far as like you said, your mom was back and forth like over the border. Like, yeah, a I lot. mean, like, both my parents. How um, did that but... go with like you in like middle school, high school? Like, like did you kind of have to kind of grow up fast? Very, I feel like, um, because I mean, again, we didn't have a normal, you know, mm-hmm. childhood. I mean, there's a lot more things. I mean, I was 
six years old and i was out in tj like shoveling you know like the dirt to like shoveling build our what? house like because we were building our house it's oh. like 6 a.m my dad was my dad's very been like making us independent like he was like hey i don't care how old you are like start moving those bricks you know and like and i feel like that really helped me now like before i was like 6 a.m really like it's my weekend like all my other friends are going to birthday parties and here i am like being like eight nine and like cleaning like six in the morning in a wild you way know? you just said a double entendre because in our community when somebody says go move those bricks it's a whole different saying. That means go. Oh, what is that saying? <laughs> go sell some drugs. Oh, make us some, no, I make us some goddamn money. Years old. <laughs> go move I'll some, a different brick. Go sell a brick. <laughs> <laughs> the real bricks. Uh, no, not that child. <laughs> Oh, but you out there shoveling, building a damn house at six? Yeah. I mean, my dad has, like, pictures of us, like, holding, like, the little shovel or, like, helping move. Like, my dad would, like, cut wood and, like, the little pieces, like, go throw them in the trash. So, like, we were always doing something in the house mm-hmm. um, at a very young age. And I feel like now, like, before, you know, like, you'll thank me later. I'm like, yeah, right. Like, who's going to thank you for, like, shoveling <laughs> at this age, you know? And now I'm like, I appreciate it, you know? Like, now yeah. I'm like, yeah. for a good reason. Like, now I feel like I'm more independent like, I don't wake up and I'm just like sitting there. I feel like I have to do something. And like, mm-hmm. so is my mom and my dad. They're both always doing something. They can't stay and watch a whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like it like helped me out um, as rough as it, was, as it was when I was growing up. But now I'm like, okay, like everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. But what was the question? No, that was basically kind of what it was. Like as far as like, did you think it made you mature fast? Like have to grow up fast, you know? Yes. Um, I got my first job. Uh, well, I was, my mom was a housekeeper. She was a housekeeper for a long time. And she would like, outside her eight to four thirty jobs, she'd go and clean houses. Mm-hmm. So I'd go with her and I'd help her like dust or like make the beds. At a, and I was like, maybe like 12 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was going with her cleaning houses and, um, she would give me $5 to nice. help her. A good $5 that lasts me a full week. So right. at that time, everything was cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, like, you know, paid me. So I was, like, I was motivated to help her clean and, you know, help her out. Um, but then I got my first, like, real job when I was, like, 13, 14, working at um, a child care. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of just, like, helping them out, you know, like, playing with the kids, um, instructing, like, different arts and crafts. So, like, that's where, like, my first, like, check came from, you mm-hmm. know. And, like, as soon as I started getting my own money, like, that's when my parents, like, or my mom, like, stopped buying me, like, clothes because she, like, always bought us clothes, like, back to school. Anything we needed, my mom was, like, always, like, very attentive. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I feel like I didn't want to ask her for money. Like, like if I want to go to the movie theater with my friends when I was 15, I was never one to, like, hey, mom, can I have $20? You know, like, it was, I have my own money. You sold a brick? Yeah. I would, so, I would literally sell two <laughs> bricks to go to the movie theater because they're so expensive here in the U.S., um so yeah <laughs> in other words um, <laughs> oh but, my no yeah. for real though that's like that's interesting that's super interesting like just that that level i was a latchkey kid myself mm-hmm. you know what i mean you're the baby hell no no i was the oldest oh damn uh, but um in terms of like just having to mature fast yeah you know and being home like my mom had to leave early go to work early so we had to lock up the house before we go to school mm-hmm. so we had to walk to school we'd be back home before she gets home from work so you kind of have to be responsible of the yeah. house and kind of be, you know, Especially being the oldest too, you know? Right, 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 right. But even in terms of like when you said not asking her for money for the movies, like I never felt comfortable. Like even like these days, you know, I mean? yeah. if I'm like a little short or something, like I know I, can, I know I can ask my mom to help me, but it never feels, like I never have comfort in it. Yeah, you know? it just so feels just, weird, you know? Yeah, like, like she, I don't know, she just raised us to be very independent to get it on our own and stuff like that. So, you know, but... 
as we're talking about this, you know who Bow Wow is, right? I'm really bad with names, by the way. I know faces. I just don't know names. Bow Wow. That's not a good thing. Shad Moss. It's <laughs> a long ass time. Yeah, I'm really bad with names. So, so Bow Wow is the guy that did the song. Well, you were born the 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 year he dropped his first album. Because I remember going to the CD store to buy Beware of Dog. He was a little boy. He was probably Definitely. like 12 years old. When, all right, whatever. But anyways, uh, you heard the song, uh, Let Me Hold You. Let me hold you. Okay, whatever. So <laughs> Bow Wow is this rapper, right? Uh, slash actor. I don't want to disrespect him. Entertainer. Right, and he's been famous since the year 2000 when he came out. Um, he was a child rap star, and now he's a full-on adult. And he put this on Instagram the other day. My homeboy sent it to me. I thought that was kind of funny. He said, "Just woke up." <laughs> wow. I'm glad he woke up. We <laughs> Thank God, Baba woke up. <laughs> Thinking to myself, like, man, damn, I have never been to prom nor college. I want to pledge so bad, I wish I was a part of a fraternity. Y'all think I'm lucky because of my lifestyle, but I really want what y'all have. Sad. Bow wow. Shut your ass up. <laughs> Not a fucking explosion. That was the horse. You made out of my system. And you want to be a damn iota? <laughs> like, like, he made this, man. Damn. I mean, just keep thinking about you. You sat here and made some of our favorite childhood tunes. And you sitting there talking about you wanted to go to fucking prom. And what else did he say? Prom and what else? And he wanted to pledge of fraternity. Pledge of fraternity. Wow, wow. You would have got I mean, your ass beat. <laughs> I'm sitting looking out the window like, damn. I'm trying to fix the situation. He's been doing that. See, he's always sitting there reflecting. Bow Wow, you got to stop. They're reflecting. You have to stop doing this, man. Like, we love you, okay? We love you dearly. But I'm telling you right now, I don't know how you would have been in these pledge streets. Now, I didn't pledge. Oh, allegedly. Oh, yeah? And I'm telling you right now, I don't know if that's something you want to do, Okay. You you enjoy your celebrity, enjoy your monies, enjoy your fame. It. Just just enjoy it, man. I'm telling you, prom wasn't all that. All right, prom was cool, but it wasn't all that. It wasn't like I want to go back. You know what I mean? You know, it wasn't it's an experience, like, but it's like right. Like you get to go yeah. to the, the Brock Nation brunch and stuff like that. You know, <laughs> BT Awards. Like we sitting. Here. Yeah, I wish I could do that. <laughs> we you what you? I'm telling you right now, you want to go to this these little 20 year high school reunions? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't want to see none of y'all niggas. <laughs> I graduated and I'm done. But that was that that tickled me a little bit. Um, <laughs> um, college journey, we already definitely talked about that. Uh, let's talk about friendships, man. What qualities do you value the most in your friends? Um, well, I definitely loyalty. I feel like everybody says loyalty, but I feel like when a friend like sticks to you with you through thick and thin like through everything you know like doesn't matter like what's going on in your life you know you can count on them mm. and i have you know i have a, i have one friend that i've had since high school and like no matter what she's always there for me mm-hmm. so like anything like always supports me like 
good or bad she's always gonna be there for me you mm-hmm. know and like it's like someone should always have at least one person like that in their life or that you can mm-hmm. talk to or you can tell her whatever's going on in your life loyalty so, or respect both i said or <laughs> both. i mean i, I say like, and or i feel like you need to have both you know it's like mm. like she's loyal and like you know that she'll always be there for, by your side and then mm. she also respects you and uh respects your family and like that's something like for me it's like if my mom doesn't like you then i'm like that's just it you know like so i'm taking this off of like you know what drink champs is right it's another po- i don't know you, you say you don't really listen to podcasts but no. drink champs is a podcast and they always ask that question they be like loyalty or respect which one is the most important to you and it's always funny but i'm gonna flip it on you so which is worse somebody that's loyal to you but don't respect you or somebody that respects you but is not loyal to you shit mm. um that's a hard one mm-hmm. i feel like for like are we talking friendships or are we talking about like let's yeah let's, let's keep it on that well actually we can do both ah that's harder <laughs> <laughs> look at you um, <laughs> Dick yourself. It's. I mean, I feel like if they didn't, it was either or. I wouldn't be with them. You know, it's like mm-hmm. if it was a relationship. I need someone who respects me and is loyal to me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I just like I'm not like infidelity. Like that's out the mm-hmm. window. Right. Um. Like I, I just, I need to have both. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, and if you're not giving me both, then why are you here? You mm-hmm. know, it's like if you really love someone, you should respect them and be loyal. Mm-hmm. Um. For friends, I feel like that's more of like. You have those friends that hang around and you're like, they're your friends, but it's like, it's one or the other. Like, they're loyal mm. or they respect you. Um, but I feel like my friends are both. Mm-hmm. At least I think for, I've known them for years and like, they're loyal to me and they always stick with me, mm-hmm. but they also respect me. Mm-hmm. And like, we have like a mutual respect for each other and like what we do. And um, they're those people that always lift you up, mm-hmm. you know, no matter what. And respect your family because like family is very important. Mm-hmm. Um, but... If I had to choose, yep. it would be. Come on, come on, it's right there. Well, what do you what do you consider respect? Like, 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 how would they want when they respect you? Respect is is more so kind of like you don't have to necessarily agree with how somebody goes about things, but you like respect the fact that they probably have the best intentions on on how they move or, or taking other people in consideration or just even just like respect people's hustle. You respect people like that. That's out there getting it. You respect people like just the type of person that they are. Mm-hmm. But that's why I will always say respect over loyalty mm-hmm. because I don't trust people anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, so it's just like, like I don't really need people's loyalty per se. Cause I'm, I'm I guess maybe it's just a jadedness that I have, but it's like, I always feel like people, People are going to do what they're going to do. It's like you can't control how people are going to move. Like, motherfuckers will turn their back on you without no notice. You know, yeah. like, so it'll just be like, all right. But as long as you, like, you respect the type of person that I am, like, and, like, now if you, like, don't respect me, I just think that hits harder than if you just, like, just disappeared on me. Yeah. I guess, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, put it that way, that, like, puts more into perspective. Because people also, like, loyalty is also, like, it's, um, it's a very, I don't want to say it's like an attachment thing, but it's like people got their own shit that they deal with. Yeah. You know what I mean? And people go through their own problems. I don't expect you to always have me in the forefront of your mind when you make your decisions. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but it's like, I don't know. I guess that's just the way I look at it. Like, I, I, I kind of move in a very 
individualistic way and that's not always the best because i'm in i i have a family you know and sometimes i'm very centered on what mike needs to do Mm -hmm. um so in a way people respect the fact that i'm always getting things done because i'm very straightforward thinking Mm -hmm. but sometimes that looking forward i'm ignoring the stuff that's next to me you know yeah so and that's where i guess the loyalty part comes in yeah but i don't know i, I don't know i just i just think respect is just it's, it's just a little yeah. bit more important to me i don't know well, when you put it that way i feel like respect is i would want respect now like now that you clear it up i feel like like my friends respect my values and, mm. and my beliefs and and what I do. And, right, right, right. And right. my decision is my decision. Like they might not agree with it, but they're always like, "If that's what you want to do, that's what you're gonna do, and yeah. I'll be here to support you." If it goes either way, you know. So it's um, like respect and boundaries. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah. I feel like respect is something that I would choose over loyalty. I mean, I'd rather have both, but respect, <laughs> <laughs> respect is where I'd go. I feel like mm-hmm. if you don't have respect, then what do you have for each other? You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you feel like the friends that you have, like, well, have you ever like fell out with a friend? Oh yeah, many. she said, like, "Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have many times." Oh, many yeah. times. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. I didn't do this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Was you the problem? Who isn't the problem? You know, I feel like always, someone always has. What the an answer! <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh. Whoa, she said, who isn't the problem? <laughs> I feel like everybody yeah. has, a, has a, like, you know, yeah. a, you know, like, a part to play. Part to play. Yeah, and yeah, the, yeah. the fallout. But I'm not going to say it was them, but also I'm not going to say it was me. It was like, I feel like we both have our things, you know, mm-hmm. and like, we just grew up. And mm-hmm. then it was in like, grow apart. Yeah, we grew apart. And it was just, when you grow up, you start realizing, like, this is not healthy, you know, like, mm-hmm. like your friend shouldn't be like telling you what to do and telling you who to hang out with and like, Mm-hmm. And shouldn't be feeding you things about your other friends and then, like, causing drama and problems. And that's when you start, like, thinking, like... That's where the respect yeah. lies in. See? Then I choose respect. Yeah. <laughs> See? You know what I mean? Like, you got to yeah. be able to respect people's boundaries, respect people's yeah. uh, ability to choose what they want to do. Yeah. And if, you like, know? you know, like, your friends, like, you're not going to want to, like, feed... Like, okay, like, if we are in a group and then you start... Stop being friends. Um, I wouldn't want, like you putting bad things into my head about this other friend that you know I'm still friends with. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, for me, like, we did have a fallout between our group friend, and I was like, I'd rather, like, you each keep your thoughts about each other, and I'm, I was the middle friend. You know, mm-hmm. I was, like, still hanging out with both, so I was like, that's where I want to keep it. Like, I just want to stay mutual. Neutral. Like, I'm still yeah. friends with all of you guys, but we're not a group friend anymore. I just And then it would happen where, like, I would get fed about the other friend, and then I'd go hang out with them, like, you be mad because you know some things that like they never told you, and it was like I hate that, you know. Hey, the 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 little spicy petty in me actually likes being the middle person. Oh yeah, you like, so you're the toxic you, one. You, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Proud to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like me. that he has that on hand though. I love that. You're like ready, press button. Yeah, because I'm toxic. <laughs> I love that. I mean, at least you acknowledge it. At least you know. Yeah. You're the problem. You know, like sometimes you'll sit there, but like not necessarily like telling the other person about things, but like sometimes like this person got beef with this person. Yeah, tell me more. No, I do like hearing it. Don't tell me. Like, I love (laughs) cheese, man. Like, yeah, what's the tea? Yeah. No, oh my God. You you will always catch me asking, like, so what's new about the tea? You know, so it's like, I love it. But I'm not going to tell them the other person. But it's like, when it's like not about me, it's like, 
I love yeah. it. You know, like yeah. you tell me, but then it's like when it has to involve me, then I'm like, okay, don't, don't tell me. Oh God, kidding, guys. <laughs> the big uh, joking. So, out of the group of friends, do you have like a best, best, best friend? Yes. Do I do the group knows that you have the best? Yes, best, best and that's friend? what like ruined friendships. I feel like at one point because it was like mm. not the favoritism because it wasn't like I feel like everything was always yeah mutual or we tried to. But it was like you always levitate towards that person because it's like mm-hmm. your other half, you know, and that's what it feels like. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I do have my one best friend. Like I feel like we've all fallen apart now, and her and I are still best friends. Mm-hmm. So yes. Oh man! Well, congratulations to Thank you guys, you. man. Thank you. Hey man, let's let's take a quick intermission and go we'll take let's a shot it. or something, man. Uh, <laughs> we got water. some more uh, things that we definitely want to get into. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play this song for you guys, man, because there is a project coming out by our dear Georgia Smith. Um, she has a song that she just dropped. Yeah, can't type. Um, and the song is called Falling or Flying. So I'm going to go ahead and play this song for you guys. You guys just sit tight. Sit there, you little bitch. Okay, we'll be right back to entertain you some more, man. Okay. George Smith, take him away.
bitch, was Georgia Smith falling or flying? Hope you guys enjoyed that little tune. I'm looking forward to the album that's coming out. I believe it's coming out uh, September 29th, if I can remember at the top of my head. Yeah, because it's the week after Drake's album dropped, which I thought was interesting. So, uh, speaking of Drake, Drake and SZA had dropped their new song. Uh, what is that shit called? Slime for You or something? Have you seen? Have you heard it? I have not. Are I've you seen a, everybody at the Drake concert recently, though. Are you a Drake fan? I like some of his songs, but I'm like, I'm not very into. I mean, I like music, but I really don't have time to listen to it. Like, okay. Or like listen to music in general. Like I feel like in the mornings I have like ten minutes to listen, but it's like I'm always on the go. Mm. So it's like hustling, selling bricks. I'm, yeah, li- selling bricks. I have to. You know, like, gotta make it work somehow. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, like I like music and like I like listen to, but like I feel like I don't have like I don't have enough time as I wish to like listen to like new music and new genres mm-hmm. and um but i've had her listen to like my boyfriend has some of his songs and mm-hmm. like i feel like it's soul played yeah. played a lot of the songs too so yeah. it's like i know i know the songs but i'm not like i wouldn't say like i know them know them mm-hmm. you know what but, about scissor no okay i know one song um snooze i don't i'm really bad with names i'm really bad with names okay like if you play a song like then i'll be like okay yeah but like even i watch the movie like right now and then i won't know the name like, I'm just really bad. But I'm good with faces. Well, let's do a real-time reaction to um, Drake's Slime You Out featuring SZA off of his upcoming album called For All the Dogs. Yeah, okay. For All the Dogs Out. Let's see. <laughs> let's see how this sounds, huh? <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with you girls. Oh. I feel like y'all don't need love. You need somebody who could micromanage you, you know what I'm saying? Tell you right from wrong, who's smart from who's a fool, which utensil to use for which food. Like, <laughs> I got a schedule of 10 to though. I can't. Wait, Drake. <laughs> Drake. <was> Stop. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. That was a pretty good intro. <laughs> wait. Let's rewind this shit back one more time. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with you girls. I feel like y'all don't need love. You need somebody who could micromanage you. You know what I'm saying? Tell you right from wrong. Who's smart from who's a fool? Which utensil to use for which food? Like, I got a schedule to attend to though. I can't really. You bitches really get carried away. Make your mistakes, then you beg me to stay Got me weakin' on you like American tape You got my mind in a terrible place Whip the change you like American slave Act like you not used to share it in states I met the nigga you thought her a place Oh, I'm playing this in the jacuzzi <laughs> tonight Maybe <laughs> Next time I swear on my grandmother grave I'm slamming you for them kid choices you made Slamming you out, slamming you out, slamming you out What the fuck does slamming you out mean? Really and Drake, know. why are you saying it? You don't even talk like that <laughs> Like what the fuck? <laughs> I'm slamming like you out That felt like that's some like younger people shit Like I'm slamming, slamming you, you out, out. 
Yeah, like, Drake, you are older than me. We don't talk like that. That's not our generation. I feel like maybe the new generation, I feel like they come up with, like, every single word that, like, whatever comes to their head, mm. they're, like, slamming you out. Like, that's, no, that's that's your generation. That's shit. not my generation. It's absolutely your generation. It's because you're younger than me. Like, I've never heard on, slamming you out. Because I'm Generation X. Your generation is what? I think I'm Z, Gen Z. Gen, you're Gen Z. Yeah, I think I'm Gen Z. Wait, isn't our, wait, I thought we were Gen Z. Hold on, hold on. Let's see. Wait, well, then who's the... Don't worry. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get it for you. I, I literally had it. Like, a hey, this ain't the latest I could get on you bitches. Send wires on wires on... Oh, shit. Nope. <laughs> Whoop. Try it again. Lucky that I don't take back what was given. I could have you on payment plan to your hundred and fifty. And my star right here, she got some bars for y'all niggas. So I'ma fall back and let Sizzle talk her shit for a minute. Sliming you out, sliming you out, sliming. See, this is one of those songs. Oh, shit. These niggas got me so twisted. How the fuck you so real, but play bitch on my line. I can feel what you're spinning. I'm too much pride to let no burn it. Says that you can do no wrong in my in my book. Just want to let you know that. I, I still don't know what the fuck you're saying, but you know. Somebody said like she sounds like she talks in cursive. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> But with me, you know, I'm gonna get it all How you niggas get so Alright, so we got the gist of it <clears throat> I like SZA I like SZA too I like Drake um, Drake, look I think this album is gonna be incredible it comes out um, As this episode is recording Not recording As this episode is being released Comes out this Friday So, September 22nd So it will be out <sighs> Damn, I shit like like I should have like a type of like release party or something like a little, release party for Drake like a little like a little <laughs> listening party you know what I mean That'd be nice I'm actually I do that often like for like the big releases I used to do it when I was back in the Dino like the big artists like Kendrick Lamar we actually did it in the Villas when Kendrick really? Lamar released Mr. Morale yeah through a big ass like little function everybody came everybody shush it's, it's nine o'clock <laughs> I'm about to press play okay everybody just calm down Literally. here we go. I like that though. You really do that? That's nice. I've been doing that shit since early years in college. Yeah. That's, That's nice. Yeah. I feel like you gotta celebrate small things. You got Big to. things. It's actually fun just yeah. like like cause we're we're in this age where like everything is just so like microwaved and digital. Mm -hmm. Like I'm still from that era where like releases meant something. Mm -hmm. Like big releases, like music releases where it was like it was a thing. It was a moment, you know? Yeah. So I try to recreate those moments. Like we did I think another Kendrick album. I think for damn, we think we did a whole fish fry. Me and my homie, like we had uh, yeah, fried some fish, had some alcohol. Everybody came over. Nice. We had a picnic in the backyard, blankets on the ground. I love <laughs> you know that. I mean? You know, like, it's, it's you literally here. Yeah, okay. you gotta do shit like that, yeah. man. Um, but yeah, Drake, <sighs> don't fuck this up, man. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, you better not fuck this up because you fucked up that last project. Well, actually, what was that last project? What was that? Honestly, never mind. Didn't like it. 
I've been didn't on record. Like didn't like it. The one before that, didn't like it. Now, the Hurt Loss Project with you and 21 Savage, amazing. But that shit before with all the little pregnant people on the cover, <laughs> what was that shit called? Uh, certified Lover Boy. Ass. Okay? <laughs> didn't like that either. We need something for all the dogs, okay? Give it to me. So, uh, outside of that, um, is marriage a consideration for you? Yes. Why'd you say it like that? Because I feel like my boyfriend and I have had, like, many talks about this. Mm. And, like, for him, like, like he, like, he wants to get married, and I want to get married. But, like, I don't see the rush. Like, for me, it's, like... Where you love each other, you know, it's like, what's marriage going to change? Just like a piece of paper that Ooh. we both sign. Oh, shit, man. Oh, we bought the rubble so bad. I love it. I love it. Let's go. Oh, keep going. Keep going. I know. Just like, for me, it's like, I feel like some people are like, I have to get married. And for me, it's like, eventually, I'll get married. But like, I feel like, you know, it's just a piece It's going to be there. And like, everybody has like their own like, right. like well, beliefs. Well, did, did he grow know? up in a house with married parents? No. Okay. But he is religious and he's, ah, um, you know, like his grandma's very religious. And I feel like, I feel like he would want to get married at a church, but mm-hmm. he's told me like, he doesn't care where we get married, mm-hmm. you know? And like, and I grew up religious, but then we kind of like fell off. And like my parents didn't like force it on me. And I kind of just like have my own beliefs and like. Because the parents were hustlers. Yeah. 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 Cause so technically, yeah. But I feel like now they like all like they're doing their own thing. I feel like. I don't know if they're religious anymore. I'm like, maybe they believe, but they're not like, you know, they don't go to church and all that. So I don't know like where they lie now. Like, I feel like it changes. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is religious and um, he has his beliefs and I respect that, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So everybody has their beliefs, but like we've had many talks and I'm like, I'm not like, yes, I want to get married, but I don't see a rush. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like everything, everything's expensive. So it's like one, like wedding's getting expensive. Two, like we're just feeding people. Like, we're just literally just fitting people um, to go and celebrate our marriage. <laughs> but that's what I'm, but that's, man, all right, all right. Maybe there's this thing with uh, people who grew up non-traditionally. Mm-hmm. And when I say non-traditionally, like you said, well, were your parents married? They're married. All right. But in terms of, like, very unusual situations or, like, like we said, like not very normal, like, you mm-hmm. kind of, like, you are already like everybody's hustling everybody's trying to get get to it like yes like my expression of love to you is very important Mm -hmm. and all of that and but it's like also like now mind you hold on let me let me not shoot myself in the foot because camille's listening (laughs) yes well she definitely (laughs) listen hey babe (laughs) but um in terms of like you said like the what what is the rush in terms of having to go that route now some people like will say that um it shows a level of commitment to the relationship <laughs> you yeah. just rolled your eyes <laughs> no, like, yeah explosion <laughs> what a topic <sighs> um i understand it i don't all the way agree with it because i think you can show commitment in so, so many, many different, different ways. ways you know um, but I think those other ways often gets overlooked because you're kind of just focused on that one thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've always like, I, I grew up in a very non-traditional situation, 
you know, like my mom, like she was married to my dad when I was an infant, but then shortly after, like he left and, you know, I was just with my mom <laughs> and then she had another dude, had a baby, that was my brother, had another dude, that was a baby, that was my sister, you know what I mean? So it was just like, and then we grew up and just saw my mom hustle and bustle and get her shit yeah. and yada, yada. And you just saw like, um, you just saw a different side of the coin in terms of like what what matters to certain people and what don't matter to certain people. Yeah. You know, so for me, marriage wasn't always like the biggest thing to me. It was just like, oh man, y'all would like to do that one day. Mm-hmm. Cool. But it's, yeah, but, but it's, it's not, like, like man, I'm not I just, rushing. Yeah, I just feel like it's other shit that needs to be mm-hmm. like like super fucking taken care of before yeah. I even like get into that and obviously uh, right now I'm I'm speaking hypothetical. <laughs> <laughs> just I'm just talking right now. Camille, stop like turn this episode <laughs> off. God damn. Um, but it just in terms of just like there's just other things that that needs to be more solidified yeah. before you go into that step. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean but other, then again other people feel like you should probably go into it together with nothing and all of this stuff and then you build it yeah. together and all that. Great, cool. But it's just tricky. I guess it's just like it's just based on what the rela- who is in the relationship, what the relationship is who the two people are like all that different type of shit is it's subjective but but the fact that you're saying like literally like yeah like i'll get to it when i get to it but it's like you know like right now it's so many other things that i need to really kind of put my focus on yeah you know especially when you say even the economy everything's see y'all motherfuckers that's out there in alabama listening to this shit right now alabama let me tell you right now i don't know if you guys looked at the gas prices in california (laughs) specifically san diego that shit is like six dollars right yeah, now. Jesus, it's going, it's going up. I feel <laughs> yeah, like that shit, that shit is crazy. You know what I mean? You go to the grocery store, like I'm. What is a hundred dollars? What's a hundred dollars? Literally went to Ralph's the other day. A bag and a half, a hundred and twenty dollars. A bag and a half. I mean, it was mostly like vegetables. <laughs> so I'm like, what did we buy? You know, like right. yeah, it was just it just everything's getting so expensive. Like imagine yeah. now feeding four people. Like yeah, like I couldn't have like kids right now because I know like obviously they want to starve. I like hustle to get you know money but like i feel like feeding more mouths is very expensive nowadays you know it's just like everything's going up you but then in those situations like if you were to advocate right Mm -hmm. um it would be those moments you'll even i mean i know you fucking love your parents but i'm saying like you'll probably relate to them a little bit more too like in terms of like you'll realize the things you got to do to hustle and bustle to yeah and that's what i've seen my mom like them. had to clean like two mm-hmm. more houses to make sure like we were fed and it's mm-hmm. like like i know what she's been through um Live. but yeah. yeah so it's like i like i definitely know like how mm-hmm. much food it costs you know it's like right, i know my right. mom like will do anything and like will literally like work like 24 hours she had to like right, a right, day right, right. to literally put food on the table just to put food on the table yeah, yeah so it's like i know like moms like really work to give us what we have you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's rough i feel like it is man um speaking of marriages the <laughs> <laughs> <Actually>, question <laughs> oh god you dated black guys. Loved black guys. Yeah. yeah. I did. I did. But for me, dark meat on the side, white keeps me mean and lean. You know, that's why I, I married white men. That's what I like. like a oh, no. <laughs> what do you mean, dark I, meat on the side? Because she likes white I am no, going I'm not. Much. I'm saying, like, I like, I really do think 
black men are attractive. I do. Like, that's my... Well, what do you mean, dark feet <laughs> on the that side? That means, honey. <laughs> that's... I... You know what that means. Wait, what are you reading it as? I don't know about... How did you say it? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I went... Like, when I think about men, I like <laughs> dark men. I do. I right, like... you'd like your main man to be white <laughs> and the, your side no, 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 this is Jenny Mai. Okay, what, you what I meant is like, I used to date black men, okay? Uh, I think they're attractive. But what I decided to stick to, because it just kept me happiest, was my man, Freddie, who happens to be white. Freddy? Are you okay. sure? Yes! Okay. <laughs> okay. So guys, um, <laughs> have you ever heard the news? All right, so if you didn't know who Bow Wow was, you probably don't know who Young Jeezy is, right? Young Yeezy? Jeezy. Young Yeezy is crazy. <laughs> hey, Young oh, Yeezy! Yeah. <laughs> you better know. So. All right, so Jeezy is, is definitely of, like, my generation. Uh, maybe even a generation prior. But, so Jenny Mai, who is from The Real, you know who Jenny Mai is, right? All right, so she is an Asian woman, and she had put the, I mean, she had said that before she started dating Jeezy. Jeezy is a rapper from Atlanta. So we all, so we, everybody thought it was like super beautiful, you know what I mean? We're like, oh my God, look at Jeezy being all married, we all put together, they just had a beautiful baby, yada, yada, yada. And now also, I don't really like speaking on people's divorces and marriages and stuff like that, it's not my place. However, <laughs> the only reason I'm bringing this up, <sighs> is because I just want to welcome my brother back. So what I'm gonna do right now, I should have had this already queued up. But what I'm gonna do right now, my brother Jeezy, man, just come on back home, man. She never liked you in the first place. Damn. <laughs> if she wanted the dark meat on the side, she she just let's go ahead and play. just play it, man. Hey, come on, Jeezy. Welcome back. Jeezy, go out there and get you that black queen from Atlanta, man. That's all I'm going to play because out of respect, man. All right. I'm just making jokes. But that was the news. So me and Camille were driving. And she uh, she brought it up to me. She was like, Camille's funny as hell. She said, Camille. she said, did you hear that Jeannie? <laughs> I like you do that voice. Did you hear that Jeannie and Jeezy are getting a divorce and he's divorcing her? I said, no, I didn't hear that. <laughs> Nor do I give a fuck. <laughs> so funny i like that voice that you do for camille did you hear no so jeezy oh man this guy's good this guy's good then i wish i could actually uh actually i think i got it right here i think i got it right here so jeezy put up a post on his instagram now it's always good when they pull up the good old post in the little sub, sub, subliminal okay 
So Jeezy put up a post of him standing in front of this car. Looks like a Maybach or something. So I don't know. I'm broke. So he said, too focused on who I'm becoming. Uh, Wait, too focused on who I'm becoming to focus on who's not coming with me. I like that. City boys up. One zero. City girls. We're going to see what y'all do next. But uh, the question I wanted to ask you is how do you feel about posting subliminals after a breakup? Um, I feel like I'm very private with mm. my life, so I don't really post, like, if I break up with someone, like, obviously you just delete the pictures like, yeah. on Instagram, but I'm not very, I'm not one to, like, post, mm-hmm. like, my life on Instagram like that. Like, like something happens to me, like, I'm not going to, like, oh, broke up or, like, or, like, diss them in any way. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, I mean, I like the drama, you know, like, and I like, like <laughs> seeing all that. I like the drama. I just don't yeah, want to put the yeah, drama. Yeah, I'm not putting the drama, but I like seeing the drama and, like, reading the drama. So, but I feel like, because there are celebrities, I feel like you have to know, you know. Oh, well, you don't. Like, you have to. I feel like you do. It's like, when you have no drama going on in your life, you need somebody else's drama. So it's like, you go and you investigate. and like, what are they posting? And then you find that, you know, so it's, um, but I don't it's know. It's entertaining. Yeah, I mean, it is entertaining, but... Like, what do you think? What are you, what are your thoughts on that? I'm not a, I'm so against subliminals about exes and stuff like that because my main thing is you like them at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so why are you going to So it was like, yeah, it's like, uh, they'd be like, <laughs> what what motherfuckers be saying? They'd be like, this is why your dick did like three inches or some shit. They'd be you're saying, like, yeah, like, but you're with me. Yeah, you, I, this dick was, yeah. <laughs> was rocking you out for like Literally, the last two years. So. Yeah, you ain't say nothing to now, huh? All right, but it's like, it just be like, I don't understand the point of yeah. going on social media and like trying to exploit. It. The only reason I understand it is if you're literally campaigning for your singleness now. Yeah, but I feel like there's other ways. To I'm do single it, you know? and re- like that's no, that's what I said. Yeah. Keep it play. I had that conversation with my uh, my homegirl, my best friend Amber. Shout out Beezy, and she was like, "You motherfuckers are raggedy. You men are raggedy." And I was like, "Why?" I was like, "Y'all be the y'all be the the women be the first ones that get on social media." Oh yeah. And like, oh, you putting the third the third straps are coming out now. I'd have had this in my <laughs> camera roll for months. <laughs> I didn't wait for posted. Yeah, oh, you didn't fucked up now. <laughs> yeah, literally. And all right, so y'all didn't block each other by this point. So now he got to find out about what you're doing on social media through one of y'all mutuals. Yeah. So the mutual will probably hit you, hit the boy up and be like, hey, man, hey, yo, is old girl good? Like, well, hey, what's, what's going on with y'all? She wilding on Instagram. Like, what she did? And now he goes and then he starts investigating. Now, me personally, what I think I would do, now I'm saying I think I would do, um, you got to keep it playing. You got to keep it G. If somebody's wilding out on social media, you got to just kind of let them do that. Because I feel like you're just putting out like a cry for help. Yeah. Because <laughs> nobody really yeah. cares at the end of the day. They're just going to laugh at I mean, people are going to like read it and they're yeah. like, I'm going to be interested for like, what, five minutes? And right. then like be about, go on their day. You know, it's like, what's that really going to do? You know? It's not my life. Like, yeah. I have no investment in this relationship whatsoever. However, I do want to know what happens next. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, Put the little yeah. bell on there. Like, when do you post next? <laughs> absolutely but i'm not i'm not for that um i don't know man i don't know i just feel like it's it's flyer ways to promote your singleness Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like 
if somebody come up to you in the fucking middle of a party or something like that and be like, hey, man, I seen her posting this. Like, are you guys okay? And be like, man, I ain't trying to talk about that right yeah. now. Yeah. Next, next, next question. Yeah. Yeah, let's fly our way to do yeah. it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I always feel like people who don't say nothing at all, their stock rises. Yeah. Lori Harvey, like, yeah. for example, Lori Harvey don't say a, we don't know how Lori Harvey sounds. Honestly, she very don't very... say shit. <laughs> she just go from one man to the next. That's why you gotta do it. You know, it's like why just <laughs> yeah move on. Yeah, but yeah, shout out uh, Jeezy. Uh, thoughts and prayers. Uh, <laughs> Good luck. Um, you know who Jonathan Majors is, right? Okay, so that's About the guy. Names, remember that. That's the guy that I was, I've been posting on my Instagram. The guy with the hat, the one that broke yes. up the fight. Okay. I just have to say this real quick, and then we can get back into. It. <laughs> we, Gotta let it out. After this, we can get into the driver's seat thing. So you can Beautiful. start thinking about. It. All right. So Jonathan Majors um, blew up within the last couple of years. Black actor, phenomenal actor, right? So he was accused with some very serious charges of um, domestic violence against a girlfriend. And then as reports and everything have been coming out, evidence has been coming out. This whole case has been very weird on who did what. Okay. <laughs> so Jonathan Majors is also set up to be the next big Marvel villain. So Kang the Conqueror. So he's been popping up in different Marvel projects, kind of like how, how Thanos was. Okay. So he's so the like small next, little things and then he's goes, the yeah. bigger Thanos, basically. So he's going to be supposed to be the person for the next few years. Mm-hmm. Black actor, black man. Dating, he was dating a white woman. And she put this accusation that he beat her, whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, then reports and evidence have been coming out. And it's not showing really the case that he did that. Nobody can find this girl, actually, now. She has went ghost. Now, she has put out all of this different stuff, and then turns out, reports have come out that she actually abused him. These are the reports and the evidence. You guys can research it yourself. I'm not saying who's innocent. I'm not saying who's yeah. guilty. Um, and apparently, it was, she was like drunk and all of this different type of shit. It was an Uber, the Uber driver. This is a whole thing, right? So anyways, so he's been on trial since like February. <laughs> And he had a new court date. Uh, I think as we're recording this, he just had a court date. So I don't know what just happened, but there was an incident that happened where these two high school kids was fighting outside of an in and out in and out I feel like that's a good place to fight. Jonathan Majors just happened to be eating there. <laughs> Casually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jonathan Majors just happened to be eating at the in and out And there's a video of them fighting, these high school kids fighting. Jonathan Majors run in and break up the fight <laughs> and push them off of each other. And he was like, no, 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 you can't do this. And everybody is just laughing because although it may be an accurate thing, it may be actually facts, like he really stopped this fight. But... His PR team is working overtime. <laughs> to get the story. <laughs> to paint him the best life possible. Now, I hope I hope that this trial ends in the fucking fair, fair way. Um, if he didn't do it, I hope that he is granted fucking grace from the yeah. public and everything. If he did do it, he needs to go to jail. That's how I stand. 
But just the way he walked, he ran in with that little fucking old <laughs> 1930s, 1940s. <laughs> I feel like that really helped him. <laughs> well, no, but that's how he dresses, period. That's, that's, oh, really? That's his whole style. Right. Everybody always talks about it. So, yeah. But they were just funny. I don't know. And now they said that nigga sound like, uh, he looked like he was about, you know, Chappelle show, Chappelle show. Ow! Oh, what? He was fucking two, three years old. Yeah, God that was pretty young. It. Fuck. <laughs> All right. But anyways, that was funny to me. And I'm going to continue to post those memes because it's just so, super hilarious. I didn't even know that story. But let's get into um, the next segment, which is called driver's seat. So in the driver's seat is I'm allowing the guest to become the host of okay. the podcast, which means that you can turn up. You can do whatever the hell you want. It is your show for the moment. Okay. And that means you can ask me whatever, and I'll try to respond to the best of my ability, depending on what you ask. Perfect. So now we are in, uh, Osiris is in the driver's seat. Let's go. Do I need to act like you? No. Ah! Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Somebody sent me something on my phone and it said that a hog tied her. I don't know how to hog that people. What would I hog that? <laughs> the floor is yours. Perfect. Okay, let's see. So I guess now I'm asking the question. Now I'm nervous. What the hell? Like all of a sudden I got nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Play on the spot here. Um, well, I feel like I don't know anything about you. So like, right. who are you? Now your turn oh. to be on the spot. Because I didn't get no warning. So who are you? Holy shit. Damn, let me put this damn tequila bottle on. <laughs> it's um, good. Let's see. Who am I? Fuck. Damn. Now, damn. Yes, he is. I, was, I got nervous. Who am I? Um, I am... Damn, fuck. Easy. Wait, see, I never thought about that. Every time I ask that question, I always do that same response to people. I'll be like... So, oh, yes, yes, it's a hard question. Right, so now I don't even know what's But now when you're from the spot, like, who are you? Well, like, who really are in you? In actuality, like, I don't really know to the extent of who I am. Like, because, like, for me, it's um, it's a constant change because I think there's a lot of things that happens, like, like this with me in my life. Um, since I was a kid, like, shit was always changing, changing. I went to 13 different schools. I was always moving. Like, my mom and me and my mom, my, my brother and my sister, like, was always going... Here and there, yada, yada, Like, I didn't grow up with childhood friends. I didn't have that. Like, um, I lived in different cities. Um, and I think I think that I'm, um, I'm, I'm very adaptable. I'll say that. You learn to be adaptable. I'm like a chameleon. I always tell people, like, you can put me in a room with anybody. Like, a group of any people. And I'll find when no, don't put me in a room with full of like weird ass. Don't put me in that room. Like pedophiles and shit. Like, don't put me in there. You know what I mean? Like, you said any. You know what I'm saying. But I'm talking about just like in a setting of just like, you know what I mean? And I feel um I feel like I can literally I can find a way to blend in to the best of my ability. Yeah. You know, um I'm extremely misunderstood. And I think like, I always heard that from my mom. She used to always say that. Like, like I'm misunderstood, misunderstood. Not as I got older and I got to know my mom more, like, as an adult, she's definitely misunderstood for sure. Um, yeah. I, I think that I think that people, 
see things on like I always hear this from people like people will say like they see something on the internet like something I'll post and then then they'll meet me like in real life people like oh I didn't know you was like this or like oh like you actually really like chill you're very cool I'm like wait wait what do I like, what, what, do, do, what do I yeah. put on the internet that makes it seem like I'm not chill and cool I feel like it's like the internet I feel like from my first impression of you like I would always just see you from afar like picking mm. up Camille right yeah and like I feel like you get this idea of someone, but you don't know that person. Mm. And I feel like that one time, like, we all hung out, I was, like, you were just more, like, open than I thought you would be. Mm. You're very, like, like down for anything. Like, mm. like like you said, you're adaptable. And, yeah. like, me and Itzel, like, came here for the first time, and I feel like we felt very welcome. At least I felt very welcome, and it was, like, you were, like, a very welcome person. Like, you mm. know how to get, like, like you know, people, like, going. And mm. um, I feel like that's a good personality trait. Like you can literally make anyone talk, you know, yeah. like for me, I was going to ask you like, has it ever been awkward in a podcast? Like where you had to, like, I feel like you had to <laughs> overly do it, but I feel like Hell that's yeah. just who you are. You know, I feel like you just naturally like, okay, what's next? You know? And like, yeah. but I feel like people have that, that perspective or like that, like mm. first impression of you, like you look this way, but you really this way, mm. you know, until like they know you. That also comes from like, uh, like in a weird way. It comes from like a place of like, like, darkness mm -hmm. like negative thoughts i guess like in terms of just like knowing how to take any type of situation and make it like make it fun or make it like i don't know i i just feel like when you are kind of like like even, even when you said the way you grew up like you had to kind of like adjust on the fly almost kind of like there's a lot of things going on as a child you know what i mean like you kind of have to adapt to yeah. what the hell was happening because you had no control over it so it's like you kind of understand like that everybody has a story everybody has something that comes with them mm -hmm. but one thing that we can all like kind of come together on is like that we can use this moment to escape whatever the fuck that we're dealing with yeah you know what i mean and i think that's kind of what i use this podcast for it's to have fun and just to be vulnerable and to just chill out and just talk you know what i mean like yeah. it's nothing that goddamn crazy you know what i mean like so it's just like just I, I just think that's who i am in a nutshell it's just like i think my gift what i'm learning is kind of what you said is to um open people up pause mm -hmm. you know and to allow people to feel that comfortable i don't like people feeling like awkward around me i don't like yeah. people feel uncomfortable around me like that's like that's a no no you yeah. know what i mean so it's just like just just be cool you know what i mean like chill out and like let's just let's get to know each other you know what i mean so i i, I think that's who i am in a nutshell you know i like that like i like how like w like what was your when you started the podcast like what was the topic like what was it about and then did it shift to anything differently hell yeah this podcast is, <laughs> this shit is going through so many different changes. Um, the beginning was essentially kind of the same thing. Like, the, the core has always been the same. As far as, like, vulnerability, talking, and, you know. But as far as, like, I used to have a co-host. Um, and then, like, I used to, like, I used to, like, kind of try to make it, like, music-based. Like, completely just music-based. And then it ended up being like kind of like guest centric, where we're just like, all right, I'm focused on who the guest is, and you know, it kind of go up and down because you kind of have to figure out what the audience like and who your audience is and what they're interested in. And 
Yeah, it's going up and down, and it's continuously going up and down because the audience kind of like you got to navigate with the times yeah. too, and with other content other people are putting yeah. out and stuff like that. So it's just a lot. But the the core is that I know that I have an interesting enough network of people that well, like if I brought my mom on again, she's been on the podcast before. But if I brought her on again, what was that episode four? Listen to the episode, the one with my mom. Episode four. Um. One of my favorite episodes, because, like, you would know everything you need to know about me if you just listen to my mom talk. I'm like, oh, shit. I that's totally understand Mike now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's kind of like that. Like, that's, the podcast has just been up and down, but I, I enjoy that because it's a process, you know? It's not supposed to make sense. Yeah. Like, but if I get that back, I'm going to tell you right now, like, I'm waiting, like, I'm like, I'm not even, like, waiting on it, but it's like, I enjoy actually doing this because mm-hmm. I do this without mics. The mics wasn't here. If you were sitting right here, if Camille invited you over and you were sitting right here, we'll be doing the same shit. Just like talking, getting Just to know talking each other. And, and like literally like playing music and like this is the same thing. Having a good time. Doing. Right. So that's really the essential like of this pod for sure. So I'm making me like nervous. I'm getting hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's different when you're on the spot. Right. Like, um, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> no, I feel like when yeah. you when I told people I was like, oh, I'm gonna go on a podcast and like mm-hmm. they're like what what like what do you mean and i kind of yeah. just told him like oh what's it about and like i had listened to a few because camille sent me some to like because yeah. I, I was nervous like he's gonna probably quiz me on something no. um but i don't know i feel like when i started listening to your podcast i was like it's nice to know that someone's interested in someone else's story because mm-hmm. not everybody like grew up the same like no one here like grew up the same i feel like everybody had a different upcoming and like mm-hmm. like different parents different um environments and it was like it's just interesting to know. Like, for me, I like hearing other people's stories and, like, how they grew up and how they are and why the way they are now. And it's, like, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like nobody really, like, puts that into perspective. Kind of just, like, oh, you're just, you're you, you know? But it's, like, you're not just you. Like, I would have never known you went to three different schools or you moved around, you know? Like, like knowing someone's story and I feel like it's good to know their background mm-hmm. to know, like, why you're the way you are. Because, like, yeah. like, every experience shapes you into the person you're going to become. You know, mm-hmm. and I like that, like how your podcasts are like based on people's stories. Like how many times have you like literally probably like was like seen somebody and kind of like was like you prejudged them. It was like, oh, I probably never going to speak to that motherfucker. Seem like super stuck times. up, yada, yada. And then you end up like talking to them and then they end up being like, like super cool. Yeah. I mean, know? like you, for instance, like yeah. I've been like, like from afar, I always waved and I was like, like I never would have known that I would have been sitting here doing a podcast with you you know like right. that was when you guys texted me, i was like what i was like i was yeah. like that came like that completely like, like yeah, it was so different i was like yeah. i would have never thought that i'd like get to know you or like mm-hmm. spend time with you and it's like you never know like like cause my mom recently told me she was like yeah. people are meant to be in your life but they're not always meant to stay oh absolutely you know it's like and everybody has a purpose as to why they're coming mm-hmm. into your life mm-hmm. you know and um i feel like recently she told me that like this week and it's it really stuck with me. It's like, I get, like, now I understand why people come and go, but, like, they all have a purpose. That's you why know? I, that's why I say I, res- I have respect more for, than loyalty. Yeah. Because it's just, like, people are fleeting, mm-hmm. you know, and they have the right to be. Like, people have the right, unless you fucking trying to leave your kids. Don't leave your kids. Damn. Stay right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I did say the other day, I was like, uh, my, my kids was pissing me off. I know this is going to sound crazy, guys. But I said it under my breath. I said <laughs> I totally understand that beat ass now. <laughs> <laughs> now totally, I get it. I totally understand. We <laughs> just left. <laughs> Never came back. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just my dark sense of humor. But yeah, but, um, yeah like 
nobody is here to be like you know we experience loss not even in the terms of just like somebody just like moving away or just like abandoning you but even just like death like you know like yeah. you got to be able to understand that this life shit is is way bigger than you yeah and like ultimately like you do have to kind of take care of you make sure you're good do your best to make sure the people around you are good, but don't expect them to do the same for you. You know, that that's really kind of how you kind of how how you have to live. You got to do things with the with not with the expectation expectation that is going to be returned back. You know, I hate when motherfuckers be telling me like, "Oh, remember the time I did this for you?" Yeah, that I'm like, I, I'm sorry, I don't keep tallies of when yeah. I do stuff for people. Like, if I do something for you, it's because I want to do it for you. Yeah, I don't expect you to do anything for me after that. Yeah. You know, like, it's just, I wanted to do that. If I didn't want to do it, I wouldn't do it, you know? But at the end of the day, yeah, like, you don't know who people are, like, really, like. Or what they want, you know? Or, like, what they want, like, like expect, like, if I'm doing this for you later in life, I want you, like, you're going to have to pay back for it. But even, like, like, I I was telling you off mic, I was like, man, like, when you guys came, when you and Isla came in, I was like, uh, I was talking to the both of you, but then I was like, yo, like. I can, I can, like, just from my experiences in life, mm-hmm. I can already tell, like, when I just, like, gravitate towards somebody. Yeah. Like, just, like, when somebody talk, I'm like, oh, you're interesting, actually. <laughs> Something is beneath actually. what, like, no, it's like, no, because, like, because you can tell, like, yeah. when some motherfuckers, like, the moment they speak, you be like, ooh. You're like, just shut up. <laughs> you're like, oh, no, shit. thank you. Ah, shit. <laughs> shut up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but it was just, like, it was, like, a interesting thing. It was, like, all right. This good act, and then we all went and hung out mm-hmm. at the uh, at the jacuzzi, and I was just like, "Oh man!" I was kind of like hearing like some of the conversations you guys are having. Yeah. But I was like, "Man, like that's one thing I do for this podcast is I try to like I do try to invite people on that are interesting or that that I find interesting or that I can like kind of pull more from." Yeah. You know? you know they have a story. Or like, yeah. I feel like everybody, everybody has a story. Everybody but... got a story, like you know, and it's just a matter of if you are willing to tell that story or not, mm-hmm. you know. So. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Well, with that, I had a question that came up when you were talking um, like that. So what has been, like, I would, you would say the biggest life lesson you've had to learn? Mm. Or a good, like, life lesson that you, you want to tell other people? Biggest life lesson. Um, humility is more important than you think it is. And also... Um, that narcissism is not what you think it is. <laughs> Explosion! <laughs> I thought that was coming with that. Um, um, I kind of said it on the on the previous episode where where I was talking about like your existence and how important, how impactful our existence can be, but also like how unimportant we are. Like, you can make an impact on the world, but your importance, it's whatever. Because at the end of the day, when you die, everything keeps going. Yeah. They're not going to stop for you. No. Like, niggas will mourn. People will sit and they'll, yeah. like, you know, boo. Yeah. For a few months, you know, and like, maybe or even, even if that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what like, I mean? Like, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> for years, I hope. <laughs> for the rest of your life. <laughs> Every you know? morning. But it's like, you know, but then it's it. But then again, you like, think about it. Like, do you want people to 
kind of cry over you for the rest of their life? Do you want them to have that type? But it's like, I understand that, obviously, you can't control that. But it's like, the type of life I live, like, I'm like, yo, like, I tell people while I'm alive. I tell them exactly how I want everything. That I don't want to be buried. I'm saying this on the podcast in case anybody try to bury me. Guys, hey, listeners. Don't want to be buried. If y'all see me in a goddamn casket. Take me out. <laughs> tomatoes, tomatoes, tomatoes. <laughs> no. I want to be cremated. I don't want to be put under the ground. I want to be thrown out. Um, Where? I don't know, somewhere in the ocean somewhere. I don't know. Like, I don't want to, don't bury me, man. I don't want people looking at me in and, and a casket. I yeah. don't want that. You know, I've seen that enough. And it's never good. It's Well, yeah. for me, it's never a good feeling seeing, like, a lifeless body, like, embalmed and shit. Or someone you knew is just Yeah, like and it's like, that's not my... What is this? Yeah. It looked like a damn action yeah. figure. You know, it like. They dress you nice, though. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> I have depending, my outfit ready. Depending on the budget. Yeah, honestly. You might go in the clothes you left with. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but um, humility is very important because it's just. I don't know, man. Like, we're we're not. We're really not that important. We're not. Like, and, you're important to your circle. But, like, outside of that, it's, you know, when you, like, hopefully, yeah. you know, what I mean? like, it's like, that's what I'm saying. Like, even like importance is subjective because it's like, you really don't know what other people think. Yeah. Motherfuckers hang around people all the time that they secretly hate. Okay. All the time. But you would never know. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's I can like, relate. You yeah. don't know what people are thinking. Yeah. People being 15 year relationships with somebody that they hate. That's rough though. Like it is why, rough. Why but stay? Like, it happens. That's what I'm does. saying. It's like so. It just like you have to realize that you are not that important. And but also like, just your impact is going to mean more. Like so, when you leave, somebody might go to a concert and hear a song, and just remember you because you used to play that song for them all the time. Yeah. You know, they remember, like, how you made them smile. They remember how you did silly things and this and that. Like, But also, people are going to remember all the fuck shit you did, too. No, they don't forget don't that. Because, like, when they're in the next relationship or in they in this and that, it's going to be triggering points for them for what you did. You might be dead or alive. Yeah. So you got to think about the impact, negative or positive, of what you apply to people. You know, that's the most important thing. So you got to be careful of your actions. You got to be very cognizant of the things you choose to do. Um, we're not perfect. Obviously, we're going to fuck up for the rest of our lives. But it's also important for you to stand in your shit, be honest. And, yeah. I like that. It was like when you say, like, we're going to fuck up. Like, I recently, like, I can't, I think it was my boyfriend that told me this. And, like, because my mom and I fight a lot. I'm like, but we, like, also make up, like, within minutes. But mm-hmm. we're constantly, like, we're both Pisces, so we're both, like, Oh, same. wait, so the book was right. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty bad. That was like pretty Holy spot shit. on. Pretty spot on there. Let <laughs> me give you Pisces. Wait. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. wait, two Pisces? Two Pisces. Oh. Yeah, so imagine the same one. That's why I was like, Thoughts I haven't, one is enough. Like me and my mom yeah. were like, just us two is enough, more than enough. Oh, but, shit. Um, I think it was a boyfriend that said it. He was like, like, be kind to your mom because it's their first time on earth as well. You know, so it's like, mm-hmm. I, and I never thought about that, you know, because I always get frustrated. My mom, like, how would you not know that? You know, it's like, mm-hmm. and then he was like, you know, you need to understand that's also her, her first time here and her first time making that mistake. And it's like, 
you know, we don't all have the same experiences, so it's like you need to be kind to her because it is what it is, you know. She's and, never and done I never this thought before. about it. Yeah, it was like <laughs> I was like, well, she's older. It's like doesn't matter. Like just because she's older doesn't mean she's been through those experiences. And I feel like that's been like sticking with me recently as well because I'm like, I need to be like, I get frustrated with her easily, and I feel mm-hmm. like just because I feel like she's older and I feel like she should know she's more. She's no better. But it's you know we're both like it's you know she came from Mexico to the U.S. and it's like she's doing new things and like me helping her out with like setting up like her email or like a password after I understand like she didn't grow up with technology you know and mm-hmm. I need to be like kinder to her and like mm-hmm. be there for her and like teach her and it's like I need to understand that it's her first time doing it mm-hmm. you know so it, 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 it literally like that's what I said what I said earlier about um, once you have kids yeah. you'll, you'll understand. understand your parents a lot more because it's just like I, I, I have so many moments where I call my mom and I'm like, Mom, I just said that. Um, I just said that thing that I used to. That I used to hate that you said to me. I just said it to Elijah today. She said, "Yeah, I know." He like told you because, like, because, because, literally, they are learning on the fly. Even as they get older, and you are getting older, now they're learning how to have an adult child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. Like, so all of this is new until the day they die. Yeah, everything is new. Like, it literally is nothing. But it's like you're following behind her. But then again, it's like while you come behind her and you have your own kids, it's going to be a whole different time. Yeah. And a whole different experience that you have that she didn't have. So everything is subjective. So now you got to you're going to end up doing the same thing to your kid because your kid is coming from a different generation. But I feel like, yeah, I mean, it's it's like a full circle, but it's like a different circle. That makes sense. Like with new technology coming out and like I feel like new slime you whatever the drake was it's like slime you slime you whatever whatever it was it was like the song slime you <laughs> hey you let know? me slime you <laughs> with the drake song and it's like i feel yeah. like kids nowadays like they might understand but i don't i have to like use the urban dictionary to find out what that means mm-hmm. um but i don't know i feel like it's a good like life lesson i feel like like be kinder to your mom and like or your, your parents you know dad too like it's their first time on earth so. No, real mm-hmm. shit. My mom had me when she was 18. She was she just turned 18. She was pregnant when she was 17. And my mom from LA, like she <laughs> went to Job Corps, got pregnant. Like met my dad at Job Corps in Utah. Nice. In my, Utah. Dad, my dad is from Nebraska, from Omaha, Nebraska. So did you raised. did you grow up in Utah? I don't know. I grew up in LA. So your whole life you like you just I was conceived in Utah. You, you said you were you moved around thirteen schools. Were they all like L.A. L.A. So my mom is from L.A., my dad is from Nebraska. They both went to Job Corps in Utah. Utah. And, and then you put these things together. Make me. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, my mom went back to L.A. My Nebraska. dad went back to Nebraska. I'm pregnant. Oh shit! Flies out to L.A. And then literally get married because of that. And then my dad has his own traumatic situations and stuff like that from his dad. Mm-hmm. Thinks he's doing the right thing by marrying. Uh, marrying my mom. He's not ready for that shit. They're both young as hell. My mom just turned 18. How old was your dad? 20. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And then here I come. And then I'm six months old. My dad leaves. Not by... I don't know, but I'll, I've told the story on the pod like a few times, but yeah. I'll like, listen to the podcast. Yeah, so um, all in all, though, like, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. 
Did you have any more questions or was that? I had one more. All right, go um, ahead. I had it, but it got away. No. Did you think your life was going to turn out the way that you thought it would? Like, so did you go to school? Like, what school did you go to? Uh, Cal State San Bernardino. And did you think that your life was going to end up Fuck the no. way it is? Okay. Hell no. I feel like that's a question I always have for people. It's like, did you think that you, like, did you have a plan? Did it go the way you planned? Well, no. Like, I mean, it didn't go, yeah, I didn't really have a plan, but it's also like, if you know the story behind, like, the other stuff, like, I'm not going to say it, but all on mic. I can tell you off mic, but had no idea my life would be where it's at right now. Like, I'm like, I'm I always like constantly, I feel like I'm in the matrix. Nice. Like it's okay. like every day I feel I'm like what the fuck is happening? <laughs> it's like, like what's what going on? what is happening? Like I've been feeling like that for years. Like I'm like and it, I think it like uh sometimes it leads like it adds to the depression. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it adds to my happiness. Yeah. Like it's so confusing. Like like I said my life is like constantly changing. Like it's I've never just been stationed just like for years and just been like a consistent routine and that's just what it was. It's always something different. A big ass wrench like every six months. It's just like bow, we doing this now. Bow, we doing this now. Okay, bow, we doing like, this now. Like you said, like, you gotta learn how to adapt. Major changes, yeah, yeah. But for anybody else, they will fucking shoot themselves in the fucking head. Like I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm not yeah, doing I mean, this shit. You know. But like, yeah, I'm used to constant change. So remember they put that shit on like the job applications. Are you used to, are you able yes. to adapt? I am Absolutely. professional at it. <laughs> Nigga don't know nothing about it. <laughs> but for me, I really am. Yeah. Like I, I'm used to it. Like, you know, so yeah, um, I definitely didn't see my life where it's at right now, but I'm also like, um, what Camille has brought, like she helps me with trying to be more optimistic. And I realized that I thought I was more, uh, optimistic person in this relationship and she was more the pessimistic but sometimes we'd be flip-flopping because she'd be like you complain a lot well that's it i know you ain't no your ass ain't talking (laughs) Uh, but uh uh, but no it's a good reminder you know like that sometimes you have to stop and be like i'm blessed yeah and yeah i'm blessed dog like i came from literally the bottom like the bottom Start from like, bottom now you're here. I am. And it's like I know I believe in me and my family enough to know that like we're gonna continue to ascend. We might hit some yeah. rocks and bottoms and all that shit, but I ain't never going back to that. Yeah. Well it's part of life, you know. It's like you have yeah. to go through the waves and, you know, learn how to ride them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn, hey man, you did a good ass job in the fucking <laughs> God damn. Look at you here in that driver's seat well i got one final question for you before i play the outro song um oh shit damn i guess we don't have to do that i had a question about like the just the energy of music today and like how i don't really invite love like it invites like a lot of negativity and just like toxic like energy um because me and camille were listening to uh one of those albums, <laughs> yes, last night, and we were drinking that Don Sergio. You get Sergio? It's <laughs> like, this music hurts. Like, it don't feel good. But anyways, uh, that's for another day. But the question <laughs> I'm going to ask you right now is, what's next for Osiris? 
Oof, I feel like that's what everyone has been asking me since May. Um, but like, just for you personally, you can you can say you don't know. Perfectly good answer. I don't know. I feel like right now it's like I feel the pressure from people who are like to do something more. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what that is yet. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I just I don't know what I'm gonna do with my life right at the moment. I'm mm-hmm. kind of just like you said, like just continuing to do what I'm doing now and. When opportunities open, maybe, you know, mm-hmm. it's open for me. But right now, I feel like I'm in that, like, stage where everybody's at when they graduate. It's like, what am I doing with my life? Mm-hmm. So I think that's where I'm at right now. You're um, very mature, so. man, because I keep forgetting that you're only <laughs> fucking 23. This is wild. Yeah. You're probably the youngest person I had on this pod besides my son. Oh, he's been on here? Yeah. I had that cute. Though. I love that. Yeah. Talking shit. <laughs> keep going, though. I love that. Um, well, that's pretty much it. I mean, I feel like I have to figure out what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like there's so many things I could do, but I just don't know what I'm good at. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's something I have to, like, figure out. Um, but who knows? I mean, mm-hmm. maybe I'll be successful one day and I'll be back. But I don't know. Hey. We'll see. We'll see what happens in life. I mean, like, life just hits you with many different things. So I feel like I can't say what I'm going to do now because, mm-hmm. again, like you said, everything's always changing. So right now, I'm just keep doing me, mm-hmm. and then we'll see what happens. Well, like I said, man, don't be too hard on yourself. Definitely take it day by day. You can create kind of like a soft template of kind of how you want to do things, you know, um, and just hold yourself to the things that you can't control at this current moment and utilize the things that are within your grasp and get the most out of it. While also just like really, I don't know, just taking time to just reflect on what you actually do like to do on a daily basis. Like, do you journal? I don't journal, but someone told me I should start. It's, I I used to journal. I'm going back to journal. I was journaling a few months ago. It's very helpful. Like, when you just kind of get those thoughts out. Like, like, that's what I always say. Like, when you talk, sometimes this pod is like therapeutic. Because when you, like, actually speak it out loud, it makes it real. And... Like, once you journal it and you write it down on a piece of paper, it also makes it real. Like, you know, yeah. so you get those thoughts out. Um, yeah, you start kind of realize the little things you'd like to do, you know? I like to just go to the movies by myself. And just yeah? like, yeah, like, so the Angelica Theater? Yeah. Like, I got a fucking membership there. And I'll just, like, go there on Tuesday sometimes. And just like, Tuesdays. yeah, hell yeah, yeah, see? <laughs> go over there and just, like, watch a movie. Yeah. I feel just, like that's hard, like... It's really hard, like, for me to do things by myself. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine, like, going to movie theaters by myself. Like, I don't have the confidence, like, you to, like, go and watch a movie by myself, you know? Mm-hmm. So, props to you. No, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's I like, mean, either way, you just go with somebody. You, you sit there, you know, and, like, in silence. For but also like, love yeah. movies, though. So, it just okay. be like... And sometimes, like, the movie theater be, like, completely empty. And you just, like, you and That's there. nice. You know, like, you get enjoyed by yourself. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Party of one. Just kidding. Well, like I said, man, um, take it day by day, man. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. Like, we still got a lot of time. You got a lot of time, okay? Thank you. Um yeah. And I'm going to play this song as we get out of here. And then you can tell people if you want them to follow you or not. You can tell them where to follow you. This song is by Diddy. It's called It Belongs to You. Thank you guys for listening to another motherfucking episode of this ratchet ass podcast called If I Let You Tell It. You bitch, you explosions. Um, 
you guys have not listened to that Diddy album, it's called The Love Album. It just dropped on Friday. This shit is a fucking vibe. What else? Uh, Patreon, Patreon, Patreon. That's patreon.com slash if I let you tell it for additional content. So if you guys want to watch the video version of this episode, please tap in with that. It's for free, okay? You can go ahead and watch it for free. You don't got to do all that extra shit. Just go ahead and press play. Um... Do you want them to follow you on Instagram? Do you got your Instagram ready? I do. It's my first name Osiris underscore Valle. How do you spell it? O-S-I-R-I-S underscore V-A-L-L-E. Okay, you heard it right. And also, if you want to... Uh, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Also, if you want to follow the podcast page on Instagram at If I Let You Tell It Pod on Instagram, you can also follow me at The Music Homie, you bitch. If you do not know how to spell The Music Homie, please don't follow me. <laughs> It's not the D-A, it's not the T-H-A, but the music on me, alright? Um, also, um, what else was I going to say? I think that's pretty much it, man. Um, but yeah, I just dropped the bonus episode on Patreon um, last week, so go ahead and tap into that. For those of you guys, just know, with Patreon, if you tap in right now, I have a lot of content on there. That includes DJ mixes I've made. That includes bonus episodes I've had since, like, last year. A lot of different shit. I was on there playing games. I played Hot Ones. Remember, like, Hot Ones with the fucking wings and shit, and they be answering oh questions? Oh, my gosh, yes. I've done that game on Patreon before. Really? Go ahead and tap into that shit, you bitches. And I played that game in Texas. I see. That's fun. Um, and, yeah, man, I'm here for you guys, man. I love you guys. I will see you guys next week. He, he. See you guys next week. Oh, <laughs>